Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place South Tampa campus. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear, and we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. Man, I did excellence last month. <laughs> We're doing a new thing today. <laughs> I tried it. It was good. Let's go back to glory. <laughs> it's only for the ones on earth, guy. It's only for the ones that are still not in spirit. We got to put programs and systems in order. But in this house, <laughs> we take off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have access to the throne room. I didn't know I had access to the workshop, <laughs> but I see a workshop right now. And on, on, in 2000, 2001, he takes that broken kid that would go to church and weep on the altar, afraid of God, because he had struggles, so all he could do is go to the altar, cry, cry, cry. He thought he had HIV. He gave his life to Jesus, but his past was still haunting him. So he's going to church, weeping on the altar. People thought it was glory, but that kid was scared of his life. He was scared that he was going to die. Oh, you're so anointed when you pray. I wasn't even praying. I was screaming for help. You ever saw somebody go to church and they had that ugly cry and they're always on the altar on that ugly cry? <laughs> that was me. I, I, all I could do, I remember I used to go to church and just throw myself on the altar and cry. Now I laugh. Now I laugh. And I cried 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 and I kicked and I screamed and I kicked and I screamed and I cried. And people say, You're so emotional, you're so loud. And I kept crying and I kept screaming and I kept shouting and they said, Shut up, you're too much. And I kept crying and I kept screaming and I started speaking in tongues and they said, You're too loud with your tongue. And I kept speaking in tongues and I kept shouting and I kept shouting like a trumpet. when I was 20 years old and nobody understand and I will run to the altar but he heard my cry I cried long enough that he heard my cry and a year later that was from 2000 to 2001 July 29 or 2001 a giant hand comes down, grabs me from the back of my neck, and yanks me up. What? Swooped me out of the building. I didn't know if I died. I didn't know if I lived. I didn't know nothing anymore because nothing mattered. I was taken away. Look, my body fell out, but I flew away. My church didn't even know what was going on. Back then, the first time wasn't even his loving arms. It was his loving hand. It was a gigantic, giant hand. And me, a little person in a giant hand. Like, what just happened to me? Who even says such? I've never heard any believer my whole life. I was born and raised in the church. I never heard any believer talk about a giant hand, swooping them away. Here I'm in church, and then I'm like, Whoo! flying. He, all he did, give me a tissue. I'll grab it. 
on earth praying in church. That was me. The prophet prays for me. And then I, when she hugged me, she read my mind. I don't know how she could read my mind. She read my mind. Because she hugged me. I kept weeping and weeping. I was feeling this crazy fire. I didn't know what was going on. I was a mess. And then she held me. I rested my head on her shoulder like this. On this shoulder. And then I felt my feet go. Like I just felt my feet take off from the floor. And I, I didn't speak. I said, whoa, I'm floating in my mind. You know, because Pentecostals say, don't say it out loud because the devil can hear you. I'm going to say it out loud. I want the devil to hear me. I want the devil to hear my praise. I'm not going to hide it. I am the weapon. The enemy's not the weapon. You are the weapon against the enemy. Stop giving demons and devils authority they don't have. You were given the authority of heaven. Not them. Hallelujah. You are the weapon. And I don't know where that just came out of. That just came out of. I wasn't even talking about that right now. But I know that was for somebody. I saw things fall. I saw chains break right now with that shout. Uh, how do walls broke? How do walls? You need a bulldozer to tear down a wall? Do you need a bull to tear down a wall? Do you need a hammer to tear down a wall? No, you need a word to tear down a wall. You shout when the Lord says shout and you'll see the chains fall. You'll see the walls break down in the name of Jesus. Whoa, I don't even know what's happening to me right now. I was in one story, ended up in another. Let's go back to the story. <laughs> I even picked up the tissue. Like, whoa. We were praying. So I felt like I was floating. I said in my mind, whoa, I'm floating. And then the prophet says, no, we are floating. I was like, how did she just do that? I, to this day, I'm like, how did that just happen? And I began to get my giggles. That's when I got my holy giggles. I was like, Whoa. And I felt like I was like, Whoa. That was the craziest feeling. Then it got really bright. And the light started shining really bright. I feel like the sun in the sky came down and landed behind me. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna die now. I can't breathe. What's happening? It was. It wasn't that. I. It wasn't that the sun came down. That I went up. You know, when you go to a mountain, the the, the air pressure becomes so thin, it's hard for you to breathe. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. Oh, like, why can I breathe? What's happening? I didn't know that I was being pulled. But the prophet warned me. She goes. She told me. Her name is Sister Eunice. I'll get this in a minute. She said, she opened her eyes and the Lord was behind me. And he says, I'm bringing him up. So she said, you're going on a ride. I was freaking out. I, was like, I couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't shake myself. I was stuck in stuck in a place called stuck. I was stuck. I couldn't move. I was just like, oh my God, something's happening. Something's happening to me. And she goes, but I couldn't speak. My spirit was screaming, but I was quiet. And she goes, shh. So she heard me the second time. She goes, shh, be at peace because you're going into his presence. And then she went, go. And I went, whoosh. And the hand grabbed me and he yanked me up. Uh, um, Caleb said this past week, since I don't have hair, uh, 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 I think it was Elijah or Elisha got flung by his hair. God didn't have hair, so he grabbed me by the back of my neck. You know when a, when a dog 
When a dog, a mom dog, she grabs the puppy by the back of the neck. Dolor grabbed me by the back of the neck. And he did this. I was there like, oh my God. Right? If, but for you, because you're little, you're like traveling through galaxies. But for God, he's big. He's standing in all the galaxies at once. Right? He's, his head, his head is in the third heaven, but his feet are in the first heaven. But in reality, we're in the upside down kingdom. We think this is the first heaven. In reality, uh, how can this be the first heaven if that was the first one, right? He was, that's the first heaven, second heaven, third heaven. But because we're down here in perspective, we call it, ooh, first heaven, second heaven, third heaven. But since he's up there, oh, look, first heaven, second heaven, third heaven. It's just that you're all the way down there, so you're counting one, two, three, and he's counting one, two, three, right? So everything for God is the opposite than what it is for humankind. See, he looks down, but you look up. He's big, but you're little. His feet are on earth. His feet are on earth. The earth is his footstool. We've been reading it. We don't even know what it means. You ever sat on your foot? You ever sat on your couch and put your feet on the footstool? Uh-huh. Exactly. He's doing the exact same thing. And that's why we come worship at his feet. <laughs> and only if he picks us up, then can we worship face to face. I'm telling you. He took me like this tissue and did this. But I didn't come down. I went up and up and up. I went up until there was no more up. God took me to a place where up ends. You ever been to a place where up ends? I have. There was no more up. It was like end of everything. <laughs> I tell you, all the way up. And it was like, no more. After that, there wasn't even nothing because nothing is something. So not even nothing was there. Nothing. You see, it's hard to even explain it because if nothing was there, then something's there, right? So not even nothing is there. It literally stops. And beyond that point, I can't even say there's nothing <laughs> because if there's nothing, then there's an empty space. But there's not even empty space. Like outer space is nothing. And then outside of that, it's everything. <laughs> hard to explain right? This is all Jesus did. This is all Jesus did. And he threw me up. Right? For me, this is my, my, that was his perspective. I get it. My perspective was, ah. I promise, light years, light years, I promise. I traveled the universe right there. I remember when he shut me up. I was in front of this lady like this. She prayed for me, and I went, and I saw, you know when you take off in an airplane? I saw her. She was facing, and I saw her. I saw the house. I saw Tampa. I saw Florida. I saw Earth. I saw the moon. I saw the galaxy. I saw the universe. And then I went from darkness to light. Like, and then I, I but the moment he pulled me, the moment he grabbed me, it was so scary. That one second, I'm like, ah, oh, what's happening? But the moment he touched me, he pulled me, it was like, Spirit realm is right here, right? So when you go, it went from fear to joy. Instant. It was instant joy. And I was laughing. And I was just flying and laughing. And I passed the universe and love, love, love inundated. There was, you know how there's air? Now, we're all breathing air, if you didn't know this. Well, there you don't breathe air, you breathe love. 
it's only love. It's like falling in the ocean of love, and it's like jello. You're like, bloop. like, it's hard to explain it until you're pulled in. When you're pulled in, it's just like wonderful. You could just stick your head. You don't even have to pull your whole body. And just, just give me the mind of Christ. Just give me the mind of Christ. It's right there. Just put your head right in. You're like, whoa, whoa. See those people that are laughing crazy? Their mind is already there. It's right there. The kingdom of heaven is not far. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's at hand. It's this far. Do you want the kingdom of heaven? Because it's this far. I used to think the kingdom of heaven was really far away. And then the Lord was like, it's a hand. And I, I literally was touching the base of the, the city. The city was coming down, and I'm like, oh, my God, I could touch it. I could touch the New Jerusalem. I was like this, sticking my finger there. I promise. And it's just like, it's two different realms, but they're not far apart. For us, it feels far apart. Remember, for God, is the opposite. He's looking down. You're looking up. You're literally at his feet already. His feet are on the face of the earth. You think he's far, but he's near. You think you're last, but he says you're first. You think you're ugly, he says you're beautiful. You think you're broken, but he says you're whole. You think you're homeless, he says you have a home. You think you're fatherless, he says you have a father. You think nobody loves you. But the king loves you. And if the king loves you, then everything and everyone in and within the king loves you. You think you're alone and you're not. You're surrounded. There are more that are for you than those that are against you. It's, 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 it's like this beautiful world that you enter in. I'm just going to read my poem because it goes with the song. It goes into the place. There is a place. And we go to that place not to stay in that place. We go to that place to bring it back with us. When you encounter God to this level, you become a messenger. You become, I love, I love your hat. It says broken chains. Amen. Amen. And I love your heart. <laughs> I love you. I see your heart. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Do you see her heart? I see your heart. Your heart. Oh my God. Look at everything the Lord has done with you. And, and you know, I see your head stuck in the glory. You, you know what I'm talking about. Because her head, I see her head is like stuck in there too. <laughs> She's like, I love you. <laughs> she loves to breathe the presence. She knows what I'm talking about. I see you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God, I love how God just changed all those nightmares on you. He took your nightmares and made them beautiful dreams. It's like you didn't have ideas and now you have all the ideas. <laughs> she could be rich if she wanted to. <laughs> oh my God, I see her. <laughs> it's like you go there, like you're here and then you go there. <laughs> oh my God. He's, you travel through the galaxies. <laughs> rocket woman <laughs> she's on fire <laughs> I, I see you <laughs> she travels with the Lord <laughs> I'm sorry I'm exposing you 
what the Lord says. Lord says what you do in private, I bring it to the light. <laughs> she travels in private with the Lord. Ooh, you are a, you are a son. <laughs> She's a son. <laughs> in heaven, there's not sons and daughters. There's just sons because there's no males nor females. It's just children. It's just the children. We're all sons. You don't have to be politically correct in heaven. There's no politics. Your kingdom correct. <laughs> You're giving me this woman. <laughs> She's like blasting all that information. <laughs> She's like, I won't say you will. I'm like, ooh, it's coming through my body. <laughs> story to tell. <laughs> like, I just got to tell my story. That's what preaching is. Read your Bible. They took people's stories and made them into like sermons. But David is telling us how wonderful the Lord is. He's like, can I tell you about the Lord? Can, oh, I'm glad when they told me, let's go to the house of the Lord. If you ever been to the house of the Lord, you'll be glad too. Right? You get glad when the Lord, when the Lord comes to your room in the middle of the night, he's like, tonight's your night. You're like, let's go. I've been waiting, right? When he brings you a horse for you to ride it. <laughs> she has a horse in heaven. I'm telling you she does. I've seen it. She's a horse warrior woman. <laughs> I tell people, <laughs> it's amazing the gifts that God has for his kids. Man, the vibrations are flowing with <laughs> You don't see it, but rivers are coming this way. You got something to say? <laughs> Come forth. <laughs> I, I thought maybe you could wait, but I guess not. I think you opened the door. Uh, as you told her, we're all sons. So during worship, was uh, money for off, by the way. <laughs> I got to go home tomorrow. It's back to Ohio, so uh, I guess we just need to get this out of the way. Uh, during worship, uh, he, he was reminded me, the prophet reminded me of the, the, the kid's song that we used to sing growing up in church. If anyone grew up in church, Father Abraham had many sons. Uh, okay, and he reminded me of that exactly sons there are no daughters we're all just sons of God yeah but he showed me some uh, pretty awesome things about this place um, I've had the privilege of seeing angels uh, a few times in my life um, in the last few years most of the time it's it's been as as children, like little angels, but today I got more clarity on that because during worship, when everyone's dancing and, and, and rejoicing, I saw uh, a big circle, 100, 200 angels around this place above it, 
cloud just forming a cloud just dancing and playing and rejoicing with you with this over this place and uh, I'm to tell you especially but with this body to keep on keeping on because there's days of discouragement that happen to each and every one of us and the enemy wants us to, to quit he wants us to, to fail he wants us to just stop what we're doing because he's af afraid then there I've been here about a week and, and we've seen homeless and we've seen many uh, places who do for the homeless and do for the hungry and they feed the that like the word tells us to do they, they, they feed the hungry and they clothe the naked and I don't know if that happens here but you're clothing the naked with love. And when I got out of the truck in the back lot here today, I felt love. When I walked in the door, I felt love. And I'm to tell you to keep on keeping on because you are gonna, I, I saw <laughs> I saw you on a bigger platform. This he gave me so much. I saw you on a much bigger platform than probably than what you know. But it's to, to head this body of love into you this body of love keep loving because you're not called necessarily to feed you're not called to clothe but see we can do works we can do the works of the world but who's loving them somebody has to love them and that's what you are called to do I say I saw you loving this community into the kingdom they can, they can be clothed and they can have fat bellies but it doesn't mean they're going to spend eternity in heaven with the Father that's your job that's your calling that's what you're here for and when the house is filled he's going to give you a new house he's going to give you a bigger house when that one's filled he's going to give you a bigger house but I saw you specifically speaking to a large testimony it's going to reach many uh, I'm going to speak a blessing over you but I have to get my glasses on my wife and I were just talking about blessings uh, yesterday I think I, I looked this up I Blessings in the Bible suggest an intimate relationship between the blesser and the blessed. A blessing from God marks an intimate relationship between God and man. Serving is proof that he finds himself in God's favor. You're in God's favor here. The blessing. you all to uh, touch a shoulder, grab a hand, just connect, make a connection with everyone in the room here today if you can. This is Ephesians 3.16. May you experience the love of Christ 
though it is so great, you though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. And may you be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Father, I pray this blessing over these people. I may never see them again until we enter the gates. But I speak this blessing over this body, Father. We thank you for them. I thank you for the opportunity to come here and join them. We pray that they would be they would fulfill your word. They would fulfill their calling over this community. However small or large the community becomes that they would come directly into your destiny, into their destiny <laughs> in your hands. We thank you for the heart of love that these people have. And I pray, Father, that it would never cease. May it spread like wildfire through this community. Wildfire. <laughs> Everything confirmation. <laughs> I saw your as you were speaking. I saw your your beard and your mustache turn into a flame of fire. And the the Lord showing me that you you have a gift of of a prophet, and you have revelations, and you have um, things that He's giving you throughout the years, and it's time to share them. It's time. It's time. And you have the eyes of Jesus. So you, you, you're a mouthpiece, he says. You're a mouthpiece for this age and this season. And it's not about fame. And it's not about being known. It's about those that have grown in the secret place. He's like, you know, when Jesus died, the ones that were in graves, and graves back then were like caves. They came out, Right? And now that he's coming back, those that have been shunned away in graves, that other people don't want to hear them, or they got hurt by religion and they got pushed away, the Lord is calling them out. All the prophets from all the caves. The season is coming, of coming out of the cave to tell the revelations of what he gave you in the cave. Because there was provision in the cave. When nobody else was looking, I see the ravens came and fed. The unexpected came and fed. And, and the Lord brought me messengers, and now it's time to come out and share. I see, I see notebooks, and I see, like, those notebooks need to be read. There's stories that you have that need to be heard. They're powerful. Everything you said is confirmation, literally. God gave me a vision this week where, um, right, I don't know where Heather's at. I literally, I literally... Stood. I don't know. I went to a prayer summit. There was like 90 pastors there, and I don't know what kind of boldness came upon me, but I gave them the rebuke of their life to all of them, the whole room, right? But with love. Yeah, rebuke. People keep keep thinking rebuke is bad. Rebuke is good. Rebu we've been raised wrong. 
Rebuke is good because the father that loves their child corrects their children, right? He's leading them in a specific way. So it was, it, I was shaking in my boots because I was just like, Lord. And then it was like, I need to speak. These people were praying. I was like, I need to speak. And it was like, there was a boom. And these people were, these pastors, these ministers were repentant. They were crying. And I feel like God stirred their hearts for evangelism. I'm telling you, something is happening that I've never seen before. To see pastor, and then when we left, and then I don't, they made a circle, we're praying, and I started laying hands on them, and I'm like, and the Holy Ghost and fire and boldness of the Holy Spirit. And then when we leave, Heather's like, you know, like half of the room was Baptist. I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, hey, rebo, wah, wah, hey, and, and it was just like, but people's heart were catching on fire. And I'm like, something's happening. The thing we've been talking about for so many years, something's shifting. Pastors repenting to one another, confessing their mistakes. They're in a room of like total strangers, really. And it's something is happening. So when you pray, pray for the pastors, pray for the church, not Pentecostal, not the Catholic, all of us. We're all one body with many parts. And the unity of the Spirit is coming. And as the unity of the Spirit comes, we all going to worship in different ways because there's different cultures, different traditions, and that's okay. But we're serving the same king, you know? It's like one king might have different ambassadors in different places and territories, right? If you've seen like Lord of the Rings, I like Lord of the Rings. I like Narnia stuff. I just love that stuff. I love anything with swords and shields. I'm just like, I see it, you know? I was training Wally how to play Lord of the Rings, the game. I'm like, woman, pick up your bows and arrows. Fire. You know, I'm like screaming at her. I was like, if we were in a real battlefield, we're not fighting together. <laughs> like, but the whole thing is there's something happening in the body of Christ. Your gift is so precious. What, whatever gift God gave you, is the gift that is needed. Stop looking for a different gift, and you got to embrace your gift. Grow in your gift because your gift is precious. None of us are the same. And it, it's like if, if, if you watch, like, let's say, Lord of the Rings, right? Not all of them are warriors with swords and shields. You got the dwarves with the hammers. And the Bible says that the word of a pastor is like a hammer, you know? So maybe pastors are like the little dwarves just breaking chains with a hammer. And then you have the, the elves that have the bows and arrows. And our worship is like bows and arrows. So maybe the worshipers are like the elves with bows and arrows shooting at the enemy. And then you have the ones with the shields that go on the front lines. And then you got the musicians that are charging up the army for battle. And you even got the ones with the banners that go in the front lines. So they'll know we're claiming territory. And then you got the healers because some get hurt in the battle and they got to get healed. And you got cooks too. And let me tell you, if you watch the movies, they will, they'll hit you with a frying pan. The hobbits fought with a frying pan. They're like, dunk, you know? So if you're a cook, hey, that might be your weapon too. We're all, I'm telling you, it sounds funny, but the reality is we need cooks. We need spiritual cooks, and we need physical cooks. Because there's two needs that we're meeting, right? We need nurses. We need people that know how to heal in the spirit. And then we also need people that are in the medical field. I'm a certified medical interpreter. My gift of interpretation, if you look at it, I'm a certified medical interpreter because I'm, I'm fluent in English, Spanish, and tongues, right? 
I speak in tongues. But my gift also goes in the spirit. I've heard people speaking in tongues, and I've heard them speaking Spanish. Caucasian, speaking in tongues in Spanish. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm just there listening to everything they said. And when they got up from the floor, I told them everything they said. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so crazy because that's exactly what I've been asking God for. How does that happen? Through the spirit. Your very gifts in the natural, if you look at it, will be your gift in the spirit. If you like to sing, I'm telling you, have a gift in the spirit. If you like to create, you're also creator in the spirit. If you like to cook, cooking is creating. Cooking is putting things together and making something out of nothing. You're taking lesser pieces and you're making something amazing. Is that not the gift of God? Is that not the image of God in us to create? People that hear a melody and then they compose. Are they not creators? Somebody that has an idea and writes a beautiful poem. Creators. Somebody that takes yarn and makes a dress. Creator. These are the lower levels, but I imagine you in heaven creating garments of righteousness with the Lord. Because you wear, I'm telling you, I've seen people in heaven, and you don't wear cotton in heaven. Cotton doesn't, I don't know if it exists. Maybe in the field, the flowers. But the reality is, there's these materials that God uses. Like here, we don't, we don't wear peace, but in heaven, the boots, I promise, when you get there, I'm going to be like, I like your shiny boots of peace. And you're like, click, 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 click. And they're peaceful. And everywhere you go, you bring peace. I promise you. And the belt is a belt of truth. It's a belt. I promise. And here on earth, that means something. But when you get to heaven, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I get a belt. Wonder Woman stole that idea from the Bible. She wears around her waist the lasso of truth, but the Bible speaks of the belt of truth. And if you don't know how to do anything else, you could beat a demon with your belt. You think I'm playing. Every part of your garment is a weapon against the enemy. Talk to a Puerto Rican mother. She will fling a chancleta at you. She'll just hit you like a boomerang with a chancleta. You don't know what chancleta is? A sandal. Puerto Rican, Hispanic women be like, they just, they just get you. You could run around the corner and they'll like go around the corner and hit you in the head. My mama never missed. I don't know how. We're like, oh. <laughs> he gets you. So I'm telling you, in the spirit, it's like, wear your helmet of salvation. You'll be like, kunk, kunk. This is all I have, salvation. Kunk, kunk. Grab demons, massive with salvation. Every time the enemy tells you you're not saved, ooh, every time you're not going to make it, ooh, I'm telling you, you could bash enemy with a shield. The shield is not to protect only you could bang an enemy with faith. When the demon of doubt and confusion comes, God don't love you. Dunk. Just hit him with a shield. I'm telling you, I've seen spiritual warfare. It's real. I mean, on earth, all you see is like, get out, demon. Shut up. But in the spirit, I'm like, kunk, 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 kunk. I was like, yes, I can fight. I was telling Wally, I'm like, She's like, you get into these games. I was like, because you need to see spirit. <laughs> Ask Frankie. He sits down with me to play video games. He's like, I don't even want to play which I want to watch. Because <laughs> I'm like, don't you see the sword of truth? Yesterday, I was training her how to be a warrior in the game. And I'm like, do you not see he's using a double-edged sword? And when you press the button, he charges it up on fire. I'm like, that's the Holy Spirit of fire on the word. And now you, like, sometimes you just, let's say just the word alone, it might have an effect. 
But sometimes you need that Holy Ghost fire with the word. And then he does this whirling tornado, kill the enemies. And it sounds crazy, but it's just the way that it is. I'm telling you, spirit realm is nothing like this world. All things are possible for us. That's why we all love superhero stuff. You got super Supergirl over there. She already rocking the shirt. You know? We all love it. We all dream. It's in us. We see one of those action movies. I wish I could fly. I wish I could do this. I wish I could save people. I wish because there's a hero inside of you. It's your spirit comes from God. And we're all warriors. We might age and get old outside, but Jesus, sometimes I'm limping, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm still a warrior. I'm still a warrior for the kingdom of heaven. There is a kingdom. People think it's like, just because we're in America and there's no kingdom here, it, it doesn't look like we sometimes don't get a clear picture of what scripture is talking about. But when you look up, I went to the kingdom. I'm like, oh my God, there's a king and there's a kingdom. I never thought, I never thought the Bible was, I call it spiritual literal so I don't get people confused. Because people hear literal, they get a, they, they create some crazy religions out of it. So I call it spirit literal. You don't see those. The, there's things in the scriptures that are physical. Like what the people were doing was physical. But what God was saying was spirit. God was speaking from the eternal realm. Always. To those people down there. And they somehow always get it wrong. And this is why he sends a savior. It's the only one that could get it right. Because human beings just keep twisting things around. There is a spirit realm and there's a physical realm. And when we take the words of the spirit, we got to learn to even interpret those things. Because if not, they become confusing on earth. And people start creating cults or people are like, catch my jacket. I'm the anointed one and you're nothing. No. No, 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 no. No. My father gave me a coat. And he, my father gave you a coat. So stop running after my coat. Go get your coat. It's in the closet. Go put it on. Too many believers are trying to be like the next famous preacher. And they're missing at the fact. You're after their gift. Like, you ever seen little kids fight for gift? He's like, I want that toy, but he never opened his gift. It's under the tree. Go open your gift. You're going to love your gift because I'm your father. I know what I got you. But you're over here fighting with your brother and your sister because you want their gift, and your gift is waiting. You never opened your gift. You never learned how to use your gift, but you're mad at them because they're good with their gift. How about you forget about their coat? How about you forget about their gift and go under the tree and get your gift? Open your gift. Learn to use your gift, and you'll see how powerful your gift is. Does that? Makes sense? It's like you could use these, right? They seem like parables, but to you has been given the right to know the mysteries of heaven. To those that don't understand, they think they're just stories that I'm talking. But to he who understands, like, oh my God, this man got it. Amen? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place, South Tampa Campus. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.